0: This is how God has always worked, through the hidden things, the small things, even, yes, even through the despised things of this world. Hello and welcome everyone to a brief Christmas episode of Every Knee Shall Bow. We have over 50 episodes recorded all on the subject of evangelization and making disciples of Christ in his church. So feel free this Christmas break to get some eggnog, put your feet by the nice warm fireplace and binge all 50 plus episodes in one sitting. And when you're finished, be sure to text EKSB to 33777 and hop on our weekly email list. Some of you asked, oh, dearest Gomer and Dave the Hammer Van Vickle, why do you want our phone numbers and email addresses? This is a great question. We need to know who you are and if our weekly conversation is actually advancing the needle in this crazy thing called Loving Jesus Christ. We want to know you and to serve you. And also, Dave and I have plans, my friends, big plans. We want to create an email list so we can keep you up to date with all of that stuff, like just big, big plans. Okay, so text EKSB EKSB two three three seven seven seven. What holier number could you get than that? Thanks to the fine folks at Ascension for helping us manage this list. It's gonna be awesome. Finally, today, I wanted to wish you all a Merry Christmas. And I wanted to do it by telling you a little Christmas story of murder, madness, and mayhem. <laughs> That was lame. Okay, let me tell you a little story that I told the other day to the people at my parish. You know, ever since the Babylonian captivity, about 580 BC, there was multiple enslavements and exiles, but around 580 BC, the Jewish people were without self-government. The city of Jerusalem, the walls were destroyed, the temple was destroyed, and the Babylonians murdered the children of the Davidic king in front of him, and then plucked out his eyes so the last thing he would ever see was the collapse of the house of David. Daniel chapter 9 written in Babylon decreed that 490 years later God would come to put an end to sin. Now, think about this. For almost 500 years the Jewish people were without self-government. But when one of the most evil men in biblical history, a guy named Antiochus IV Epiphanes, he was a Seleucid ruler. Now the Seleucids after Alexander the Great in like the 370s, 380s conquered Israel and the kind of the Mediterranean world. Um, he left without it, or he died without an heir. And so his generals split it up Ptolemy from Egypt and the Seleucid Empire up north. The Seleucid king or ruler, Antiochus IV, who thought himself divine, so he called himself Epiphany or Epiphanes, he comes against Egypt. He's going to destroy Egypt. He has all of his armies arrayed in battle. They march right by the city of Jerusalem, go down into Egypt, and then ancient roman senator the oldest senator sitting in the roman senate who had made an alliance with the ptolemy down in egypt drew a line in the sand and he said if you cross this line which is where that whole phrase comes from if you cross this line you are at total war with the roman empire and antiochus humiliated in front of his armies turned and went back up north and as he walked by the hill of Megiddo, where we get the term armageddon His rage boiled over, and he began to lay waste to Judea. And he started by entering into Jerusalem, capturing it, and committing all sorts of abominations inside the Holy of Holies and the temple and the holy place. He Not only did they murder the priest, but they took pig's blood and sprayed it all over the walls and in the holy place and the sanctuary, the Holy of Holies, and they erected a statue of Zeus and rededicated it to Zeus. Incredible, horrific horrible things but then one day a man uh, a a patriarch of a family named Mattathias watched a Jew burn incense to the statue of Zeus in one of their provinces he kills the Jewish guy his sons jump out and they kill the Greeks forcing the Greek religion on the Jewish people and they begin this massive guerrilla warfare revolution that would culminate in Israel having freedom and self-governance but unfortunately, it was short-lived. Now, you can read the story about this in 1st and 2nd Maccabees. It is a fascinating story. Eventually, um, Mattathias's son, Simon Maccabeus, now known as the Maccabee or the Hammer, Simon would get from Rome a guarantee written in gold tablets placed on one of the pillars in the temple that says, from Simon's line and through his lineage, will pass the princehood because they didn't call themselves kings, because the the Maccabees were Levites. They weren't Jews of the house of Judah, and they weren't Davidic heirs. So they couldn't call themselves kings, but they were priests. And so they got the title prince. The prince over all of the Jews shall belong to Judas Maccabeus or Simon Maccabeus and his descendants. And then here's my favorite part. There's a little footnote, and it says, unless a prophet should arise in Israel, that tells us otherwise. you got to love. Imagine if that was in our Constitution. Okay. So now you have what we call the beginning of the Hasmonean dynasty, and it almost completely comes to an end. They begin murdering each other. The relatives, a brother-in-law, almost wipes out all of Simon's Simon's son, a dude named John Hyrcanus, who's the last surviving heir, he becomes this brilliant, brilliant military commander, and he conquers reconquers Judea the the Syrians the Seleucids from Syria are pressing back down he conquers all the way up to modern-day Aleppo goes through uh, modern-day Lebanon I mean this is nuts and then he goes down into Edom and this is crazy this is crazy he goes down into Edom and he tells him I mean they're super ethnically like very very close they've Edomites down in the south have always troubled the southern border of Judea so he conquers them He kills tons of their men, and the ones he lets live, he forcibly circumcises and says, you're no longer allowed to call yourself Jews or Edomites. You're now fully Judahites. You're Jews, and that's it. You're done. He destroyed all their religious altars. He tore down all their pagan temples, and he said, you have to come and keep kosher. you got to keep the law of Moses, and we're going to make you do that by the point of a sword. Well, the Hasmoneans, after John Hyrcanus, John wanted to split up the high priesthood from the princely rule. And then, of course, the high priest was like, I don't want to be a high priest. And then he attacks his brother, and it's constant layers of civil war. Every so often, they'll have like a couple matriarchs in there who rule with some sort of peace. But most of the reigns of these children and grandchildren within the Hasmonean dynasty, it's short, it's bloody, and it's horrific. And all the while as we're coming closer to the first century of the birth of Christ. All the while, Rome is watching and growing increasingly impatient with the bloodshed and how the leadership to keep Judea, or Judah, calm and peaceful is now getting out of control and then finally the last brother tries to murder his other brothers. He declares himself not just prince, but king, which he was never supposed to do. He declares himself king of Israel, and then finally Rome has had enough. They bring them out to, I think it was Athens, and they have them publicly executed. And one man had been slowly courting favor with the Romans. This one man who fought for, and he was a vicious, violent, murderous guy. He marries the last Hasmonean princess, and he is an Edomite who says, look at me, I keep kosher. I'm a Jew according to the Hasmonians. I married a Hasmonean princess. And then Rome gives him the title, Herod the Great, King of the Jews. And this sets the stage for the birth of Christ. When the pagan Um, Magi come from the east It says that Jerusalem was all in a tumult Because it wasn't just three guys and a bunch of camels It was a whole military entourage That would have accompanied them And they were coming from outside the Roman Empire Into the Roman Empire Well guess what, the last time they had done that The Sanhedrin, the Jewish Senate Paid the Parthenians An army of mercenaries to kill Herod Herod overthrew them It took him about one year Overthrew the the military battle of the Parthenians conquered them, killed all of the Sanhedrin members except for one guy, left him alive so that he would tell the later Sanhedrin all that Herod had done to those who opposed him. Thirty-five years later, these eastern rulers, magi, could be kings, could be wise men, you know, magician, whatever, here they are on the doorsteps of Jerusalem saying, show us the newborn king of the Jews. And I find this so fascinating. Because whether you're talking about Caesar Augustus, who declared one day that it is better to be the pig of Herod than it is to be a son of Herod, because Herod eventually killed his own sons. He killed his wife, the Hasmonean princess. He was a violent and vicious man. He said it would be better to be, his, to be his pigs than his sons. And now we have God not in Rome at Caesar's palace, not in Vegas either, not in King Herod, not with the political powers that dominate and destroy. Not even with the Hasmoneans, the God of the universe, the true king, was being born and laid in a manger, a food trough in a stable, because there was no room for him at the end. See, this is how God has always worked, through the hidden things, the small things, even, yes, even through the despised things of this world. And there in a stable for donkeys and sheep lay the God of all things, the light of the world, wrapped in swaddling clothes. This Christmas, I want you to remember that, you know, with all the political stuff happening, we can seem so small, so insignificant, especially surrounded by the arrogant loudness and violent politics that is everywhere. And yet, just like the teenager Mary of Nazareth, your yes combined with God's Holy Spirit, can change the world. So remember, constantly saying and renewing your yes to God, God can do the impossible through you. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Merry Christmas to all of you, your friends, your family, and your potential converts (laughs) from your friends here at Every Knee Shall Bow and Ascension. God love you.